Hi there, welcome to episode 17 of Nurmer Nurmer. In this episode, I, Susie, talk to Archie and Lex about the hit television show Scare Tactics, which is a reality TV slash prank show that was on sci-fi. And we end up talking a lot about a bunch of different reality TV shows, shows on TLC, things like that, throughout the whole thing. Pretty informational if you have not seen some of the world's trashiest television and I recommend listening to it uh, while googling images of Ty Pennington. Thanks for listening. Oh, hello. Hello. Lex, did you watch this show when it was on? Or is this like a recent Oh, God. No, I've only ever seen it on YouTube. There's all these full episodes on YouTube for some reason. <laughs> like they signed the wrong paperwork for distribution. No, they posted them. They just posted on YouTube. <laughs> like better. it's the official Scare Tactics YouTube page. They're just there. No one wanted to pay money to carry it, so they just put it on YouTube. But it's like, it's weird because when Archie and I watched it the other day, we watched some that I had seen before, but a bunch that I hadn't, and I couldn't figure out how to find the ones that I hadn't. It's like very, like, it's a very weird artifact of like the mid-2000s that's like only available in bits and pieces on the internet, but it like shouldn't be. So that's one thing, I mean, that's one thing that I find especially fascinating about it. So I I watched season five on Netflix. It's on Netflix, just like season five and six. And those are like the recent ones, right? Because I think we were we were looking on Wikipedia, and like the show's technically been running for like thirteen years, but there are only six seasons because they took a a break. <laughs> are the original seasons Tracy Morgan too? I think no. So. so when I was looking on YouTube, apparently with the very first few seasons, he wasn't like hosting it. I don't know who it was that was hosting. I didn't look into it that much, but I've only ever seen the Tracy Morgan ones. I've only ever seen the ones from the mid to late 2000s. Like it's very much so that era of like super trashy television. It reminds me a lot of the super trashy dating shows that were on TV. It's like that brand of television. What was that dating show on MTV where all the contestants walked off a bus one by one and, like, you would get eliminated and whoever lasted the longest? It was called Next. Yep. I remember that. It was, yeah, I remember watching that as a child during, you know, when you're at home and you can watch daytime TV. I remember watching it as a child, being raised super conservative and knowing that something about this was, like, making me uncomfortable, but also, like, I still wanted to watch it. It was very strange. They have such weird, like, facts when they get off the bus. Oh, man, you can Google it, and they have all the contestants' facts. Also, why are so many of these men shirtless getting off the bus without a shirt on? On the bus. On the bus. On the next bus. I feel like 90% of the episodes of of Next are gay men. That's, like, the whole hook of the show. No, it was, like, so overwhelmingly straight. It was very weird. What? All the episodes that I saw were a bunch of dudes dating dudes. Men loving men, as they say. No, I always thought, like, a whole bunch of ones with, like, women. These dudes, uh, this one was caught naked by his best friend's mom. This oh other one loves Hannah Montana and cries all the time. Does Hannah Montana even really exist anymore? Like, no. it's just a figment of our imagination at this point. I mean, there's no proof it was ever on. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I hadn't seen Scare Tactics until you all brought it to my attention. It's it terrifying. 
Yes. It's very scary. That's one thing I think is really, really interesting about it and fascinates me because like it's not like other prank shows. Like this is like serious. Like it gets it gets really dark sometimes. That's one thing I like about it is that there's a lot of episodes where you're watching it and it's the person that they're scaring that's actually enjoying it. Like it's not as mean spirited as I feel like other prank shows can be. The person that's involved definitely has no idea what's going on. But it's usually someone who's like, Yeah, I really enjoy horror, I really like being scared. And they're like, Oh, like they or they they enjoy the show otherwise. They're like, Oh yeah, this was fun. I've always wanted to be on scare topics, which is uh, nice. Right. Well, the thing that I thought was so interesting is as a show that I've literally never heard of before, like <laughs> so many of the skits, or not the skits, the, uh, I guess, scare segments scare that we setup, watched, yeah. like the minute they said scare tactic, most people just started laughing because they like clearly knew what the show was, which I That's also thought I was, was like super interesting. Someone right, said yeah. that to me, I'd be like, what are you, what, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's so fucking scary. In most of these situations, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. There's one that I watched where this girl signs up as like a fashion intern and then they start modeling the fashion in front of a webcam and it turns out that the three people, including her, that are modeling are actually being sold. Oh, I've seen oh that one. So good. It's, it's a human trafficking episode. That was good. <laughs> and this girl is, she's so calm on the outside the whole time. She's like, nope. I'm not going with you, blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't even really tell. She was definitely scared, but I couldn't tell, like, what was going through her head. And then when they revealed that it was a prank show, she was like, holy shit. She was just trying to survive in that moment. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. Well, Lex and I watched one that was like, these two people were like, I think going on a date, go to some party out in the desert somewhere, and their friends were driving them there, and the car ran out of gas or something like it had a problem and then all of a sudden this alien abduction scene and this alien like run there's like flashing lights everywhere this alien runs to the driver's side of the car pulls the door off and like drags the driver out of the car two passengers well one of them just leaves and everyone like abandons the other the, the woman that's just in the back seat the, uh, they're scaring two people at the same time and they, like, totally didn't know what the show was when the reveal happened. Their <laughs> friends got back in the car. They were like, are you scared? Are you scared? You're on scare tactics. And there was just no sense of relief at all. Unclear whether these people were, like, traumatized for life or if they were like, okay. It was insane. And then Tracy Morgan's just over here like, well, if you were scared. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I guess I was scared. Great. <laughs> well, it's so interesting, too, because, like, like, so the show, I'm, I'm looking right now, the show ran for two seasons from 2003 to 2005. Two different hosts that we've never heard of. Shannon, right. Shannon Doherty and Stephen Baldwin. Just a random Baldwin. Yep. But then they came back in 2008 with Tracy Morgan. So <laughs> someone was like really into the the concept of this show and was like, no, 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 we're bringing this back. Maybe it's Tracy Morgan. Who, who conceptualized this? This is the other thing I like about scare taxes is it just kind of seems to exist. Right. It's just there. And it's just very obscure. And, like, most people haven't heard of it. But, like, the people that have heard of it definitely know what you're talking about. But, like you're saying, like, the people on the show seem to know what it is. But I've never heard of this before or, like, where this could have ever, like, what TV, like, yeah, it's just kind of there. It just exists. And we can choose to consume it or not, but... There are 114 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. I wonder, like, how they get most of their fan base. 
because I don't feel like it's advertised secret. But if you find it, it is there. Like you just well, right. But that's the thing; it doesn't. It's not like on air anymore. So it's just it's like that now. It just kind of exists because it's been off the air for however long now. So like well, also I think it's really interesting because it was on Sci-Fi. <laughs> yeah. Who watched Sci-Fi? I would watch it. Sometimes, I'm gonna like, say if anyone watched it, it would be the two of you, probably. I watched My it if there was something maybe. good. Yeah, I didn't necessarily do this by the time I got older. I was like, I don't really care about this. But I mean, you do care about scare tactics. I care about scare tactics because Danny showed it to me on YouTube all those years ago, and I was like, holy shit, what is this? Where did it come from, and why is it here? <laughs> yes, yeah, interesting. So, Susie, Danny is. Lex is like closest friend and how did they find it? I feel like it's only word of mouth at this point. Like the only reason we know about it is because you told us. Right. I honestly don't know how Danny knows about it. They might have watched it when it was on TV. They have um, an older brother. He would have been at the age where it would have been more appropriate to, like, watch that show because he's kind of, like, eight-ish years older than we are, which makes him in, like, his early 30s. So he would have been, like, at the correct age for, like, that show when it was on. I truly don't know. I have a feeling Danny also stumbled upon it on YouTube and would just watch it occasionally. And it's, right. it's perfect because the pieces on YouTube are just a single segment. It's like a full thing, but it's just a single segment. You can watch like a six-minute thing and then just like eight of them in yeah. minutes. Yeah, there are shows that I feel like are really part of the canon of shit that we watched as kids that were also on during this time. Like, I don't know. Think about like, I mean, obviously like there's Jackass, Fear Factor, and Punk. Yeah, I've heard of all of those. Seen them. Yeah, and those were all airing at the same time, but they're way more, I feel like way more pop-culturally known. I didn't know that... Tracy, Tracy I Morgan love Tracy Morgan. Yeah. I love that he's here. I cannot handle... I saw it, too, because the first episode I watched, he was directly involved in the prank. They showed a video of him to the guy who was being pranked. Oh, really? And so I thought that it was going to be like that, like, then Tracy Morgan comes out. But Tracy Morgan's just in a studio yeah, somewhere. Just he just stands in his weird, creepy, like, house set. And yeah. And his weird, he's, like, he's eyes set. He says the craziest shit between pranks. Oh, yeah. Sounds like it's scripted, but it also doesn't when he says things like that. Did he write his own jokes for it? I, mean, I, I want to know. He was fun. also on 30 Rock at the same time. Totally. That's what I'm just looking up. He was on 30 Rock from 2006 to 2013, and he hosts Scare Tactics from 2008 to 2013. Why is he doing that? That's the thing about Scare Tactics. There's so many goddamn unanswered questions trying to google what i feel like we need to answer that one of the things that i enjoy watching lots of episodes is that they have a cast of players the longer you watch it the more you can recognize people from like oh you are the one who was it's the same actors every time in every scene i wondered if like a big scare tactics fan would notice wait you're that guy from scare tactics right yes exactly it says online that people signed up for a reality show without knowing it was scare tactics. All the people that they punk, I guess, are in a database potential reality show members. Yeah, that's kind of what I saw. Apparently, some of the pranks, they would lure people in by saying they were on a TV show called Fear Antics. Which oh, yeah, I like, saw Fear Antics episode. So obvious. Like, how, like what? <laughs> okay, so there are 114 episodes of Scare Tactics, apparently. But then on Tracy Morgan's page, it only says that he was in 20 of the episodes. On his IMDb or, like, his Wikipedia page? On his Wikipedia page. Let me look at his IMDb. I have it up. Uh, like, Maybe they only 
what Susie was saying, because it's on Netflix. I didn't know it was on Netflix. Maybe he's only credited for the ones that are on Netflix, because there's, like, more episodes than that just floating around on YouTube. So That's true, but it does say that he was hosting it. Uh, on Wikipedia, it says he was hosting it from 2008 until 2013. So that is consistent. I don't even see it on his IMDb. Right. Well, also, it's not mentioned in his career section of Wikipedia at all, which, like, isn't totally surprising, but is also funny that there's no, like, one-liner about how he hosted a cult horror <laughs> show on sci-fi. I don't really think he's that funny. I don't know if that's... I don't think so, either. He's, like, not my favorite comedian, and even the other people who were on SNL at the time, he was on, like, those aren't great seasons of SNL in my mind. Yep. I'm sure he deserves his career, but I just think don't. I think it's so funny that they chose him or he like, chose them. Yeah. It makes so much sense though for him to be hosting this show. I only ever seen him on Thirteen Rock, where he's like kind of playing a version of himself, just kind of dumber. I like that's what but, he does. Um, I'm not a fan of him in like real life. I don't think he's that funny, and I think he's had like plenty of controversy that I can't necessarily remember. But I'm like, whatever. It's Tracy Morgan. It's fine. Like he was on Thirty Rock, and he was funny on Thirty Rock. But I think one of the things that made him funny on Thirty Rock was Tina Fey. I really enjoy him in this. I think this is just perfect. Watching him do like the scare tactics thing is just perfect for him. And if they brought it back, I would 100% down for what it's worth. He did get into that really bad car accident a few years ago. And so since then, he's been a lot more low key. I think that's like he's definitely chilled out, which is nice. But yeah, they want to do scare tactics again. Yeah, 100%. Tracy Morgan, go back on it. Uh, IMDb says 20 episodes as well. That's so weird. Six episodes in 2008, one in 2009. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten in twenty ten, and then like four in twenty eleven, one in twenty twelve, and one in twenty thirteen. That is really weird. So was someone else hosting? Or was there, no host? there are three seasons that happen when he was theoretically hosting the show, and they all have looks like they have thirteen episodes in each season. No, season three. Season three actually has twenty three episodes, and then the two seasons after that have each have thirteen. Oh right, because there's like a hundred some episodes. Right. And the ones that he hosted are the only ones available online. I kept getting nervous that somebody was going to get shot or, like, somebody was going to, like, defend themselves, really. Can you imagine? You're not going to take me. You're not going to kill me. You're not going to tie me up, whatever the thing is. And then they shoot him. But then again, I have a lot of questions about where the cameras were because it says hidden camera, and some of them are definitely high-up cameras or, like, security camera views. Right. But some of them are just, like, in your face. And they did a good job of creating plots. Oh, we're, we're, like, doing an insurance check on this house or whatever, where it would make sense to have a camera with the people, even without it being a hidden camera show. Right. But then there was somewhere. It would be, like, a birthday party. Why is there such a clear view of this, this person as being pranked? Where's this camera person? Where's the microphone? Everything feels like it's in... I don't even know how to explain it. Everything has a really high Zoomies energy to it, to me. The aesthetic of everything is that it's a television set. Why does this yeah. hospital look like a caricature of a hospital? Were people just that stupid? Archie, that's the thing. That wasn't a thing back then. Like, this was just, like, just the beginning of all of these major reality shows, and especially the prank shows. If you had never experienced it before, like, how would you know? Seems fake, right? But their reactions seem so real. I was thinking, like, there's no way this is really, there's no way this can be actually be scripted, even if it seems super fake, because these people are really, really scared. Does anyone see their pants on this show ever? Tracy Morgan wanted someone to pee their pants so bad. 
I watched an episode where two people in a row said, oh, I was about to shit myself. And it cuts to Tracy Morgan. He's like, we just had two people in a row who wanted to shit themselves. What do we got to do to make someone actually shit themselves? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sure someone has peed. Maybe they intentionally dehydrate the contestants before they go on. There was one I watched where I was confused because the girl was wearing a tank top and she was Mike. Okay, actually, the question is answered by if she had signed up for a reality show, but... She was hired to take care of a pregnant woman, and then they basically did the plot of Rosemary's Baby, where the woman who was pregnant had, like, a demon baby inside of her and started uh, yeah. do, doing all this shit. But the girl who is being pranked, who goes in and to, like, aid the pregnant woman, yeah, is yeah, I think we wearing it. a microphone. The wire was on the front of her shirt. It was clipped to the side of her tank. There and are I was a like, demon babies. Um, like, we definitely watched one. I don't, because I've seen a different one. It might be the one you're talking about. Then we watched, like, Archie and I watched a different one where I don't think she was mic'd. But that does happen uh, where it's, like, they're all, like, obviously set up to be on the TV show. And so it, this show, like, so exists in this, this other space just slightly to the left of, like, like an uncanny valley of reality TV where it's not quite reality, but it's also not quite TV, and it's, like, really hard to tell when it's being one or the other. Even at the end sometimes, the person, like, especially when they get really scared, you can see them, like, okay, but are you sure? Are you sure this is a prank show? Like, oh, yeah. It's so jarring to enter the universe of scare tactics. So it appears that there's an episode that has Satan's Baby. There's one with Satan's Baby Returns, and then the one I watched was Killing Rosemary's Baby. I think we might have watched the Satan's Baby one. Oh, I there's also Pregnant yeah. with a Mutant. I feel like a disproportionately large number of the skits we watched were, like, using little people as yeah. the yeah. Like, there was one... What was that exterminator one that we watched, Lex, or something, where there was a human-sized rat that was played by, like, a, a little person? It was, like, a rat man. It was supposed to be, like, they were cleaning out this. That was one of my favorite episodes. That was really funny. That one, um, they were, like, supposed to be, like, helping clean out this medical research supply company. Like, they were doing, like, medical re- research on animals. Supposedly they had, so there was this rat man, human rat hybrid that's scurrying around that's played by this little person and all this rat makeup. And yeah, that was really funny until it gets to the end and you're like, yeah, they, it's weird how they like, you will use these people specifically. And it's it's very, very of the time. I feel like they were like leaned into a lot of it. That was a lot of the. Yeah, because Jackass had Wee Man. Yeah. yeah, Jackass had Wee Man. And like the Jackass movie was, there's that one skit that like is really funny, but also like, so of the times two little people get in a fight in a motorcycle bar, the whole response to it is a whole motorcycle gang of little people shows up and then paramedics show up and they're also little people. And it's just, that's the whole joke is that it's everyone is a little person, which is fucked up, but also, uh, I don't know. It's so fun. It's like, so, that would just never fly today at all. I don't think. Well, the other thing that I think makes Jackass and Wee Man unique in particular, I think it's interesting that, Susie, when you sent the email, like, you were listing Jackass and Among These Prank Shows, I guess. But the thing, and I, I actually like Jackass. I'm not really, like, into people hurting themselves or pranks like that. But at least in Jackass, they're all professionals who are doing it on purpose. Even when they're actively pranking each other, it's these dudes who, for a living, punch each yeah, other in the face. Yeah, that's their whole gig. So that's why like, I love Jackass and I love watching it because it doesn't make me feel as uncomfortable as watching other prank shows where people actually get hurt. Lots of people like watching videos of people like falling dramatically on the internet. I'm like, I don't 
like the American, like America's Funniest Home Videos kind of thing. I don't like that at all. It makes me super uncomfortable, which is another thing I like about scare tactics is because especially you can tell like these people are enjoying it um, and that they're like cool with whatever is happening. And like a normal prank show, I don't feel like you get that as much because I don't know, pranks in general are not meant to make another person feel good, you know? Yeah, that's a great point. To draw the parallel to like prank YouTube, which I guess isn't quite as big of a thing anymore, but a couple of years ago it was. How, like, yeah, the difference between scare tactics and the reaction of people where, like Lex was saying, they generally have a good time and they laugh and they're almost grateful that they were on the show, you know? Versus they're having fun. You watch they're some, like, fun. prank someone on YouTube and all it is is just, I'm a 20-something cis dude and I'm going to piss a bunch of people off with this thing that's, like, legitimately <laughs> a prank. <laughs> right, right. The joke is that other people are upset, not that, like, this person had their because they had this crazy reaction, but like it's all good in the end because like they had fun too. Like fun for everybody. All of that stuff. What you're talking about, especially, it's like it's not fun for everybody. It's just mean in some cases. It's just annoying. What is the point of this? What are you trying to accomplish here? Just to throw no. it out there, yeah. Little People, Big World, that reality show started yep. in 2006 as well. My That's mom watched a ton of that shit when I was a kid. My mom watched so much TLC. God, yeah. I remember watching. I watched that, too. I watched, I watched a lot of that. And was John and Kate plus eight on at that time, too? Oh, yeah, it was. That was the golden age of TLC. And it was that also, was. Um, what's the 1920? It's got to be like 22 kids and counting by the time that they uh, ended the show. But Was Trading Places still on then, though? Because I feel like that was generation one of TLC. That was earlier TLC. I don't know if they were still doing that as much. And that wife swap and stuff like that. I don't know if that was yeah. a big oh my, thing. Wife swap is one of my favorite shows of all Yeah. Time. Well, like, look at this crazy family living in this crazy situation. And like, we're going to set these people up in this weird situation, right? Lots yeah. of, like, my 600-pound life kind of shows. Trading spaces started in the year 2000. Wow. How long did it run? Ten seasons. John and Kate Plus 8 started in 2007, I think, or so. 90 Day Fiance is also on TLC. Sister Wives. Sister Wives. Oh, we were talking about Sex Sent Me to the ER the other day. That was a good TLC show. Little People Big World is still on TLC. They have a show called Dr. Pimple Popper now. Oh, yeah, that one's on Hulu. All the TLC shit's all on Hulu now. It's, it's Oh, my God. It's a lot. Speaking of people that are uncredited for um, weird shit that they did, there's an episode of Sex Set Me to the ER with Brian Jordan Alvarez as one of the reenactors. He's playing this, like, super straight dude, and it's incredibly funny because he's very bad at it. Oh, my God. Little People Big World is still going. 20th season premiered on March 31st of this year. They have 340 episodes. There's a, a lot of, I've found this out in the last few months, there's a lot of reality shows that I thought were canceled, but just are still in the background so running. Relevant. Yeah, yep. they stopped being relevant. Um, especially after a lot of the big scandals, like when the, um, all the thing about one of the, um, one of the Duggar kids, one of the 19 kids in counting yeah. that he was a not great person. I think that killed a lot of people's interest in it. Plus, Instagram has replaced a lot of that voyeuristic need to, like, look into the lives of people who are, like, like significantly different than you. And also there was the very long-standing and, I think, relevant conversation about, like, whether or not it's okay for these people to consent to this show that's basically exploiting them and their lifestyle, especially when it comes to, like, People like the Duggars don't let their kids watch TV, but they let them be on TV. 
I was I was very glad we got over all that collective obsession because it always made it always felt so weird. All those shows like just rubbed me the wrong way. I wonder why does Keeping Up with the Kardashians still thrive? Because the Kardashians are different. They're more like wish fulfillment and less like we are kind of balking at the Kardashians, but it's okay because they have lots of money and so it doesn't matter. Plus, like, they're the ones that are very in control of their narrative. They are the ones that do their show, and then, like, they are the ones that curate their own Instagram spaces, especially as we come into, like, more of the fake woke culture of the 20th, first century. Like, it's not okay to sit around and say that you watch all these shows anymore, but the Kardashians are fine, super wealthy. I feel like they've also done a good job of maintaining their relevance, though. I mean, I feel like, yeah, Marianne Caitlyn Jenner, Marianne Kanye, we literally have, like, celebrities that are still influential. I mean, Kanye running for president is pretty good news for the Kardashians, honestly. They don't, that's the thing, they don't actually need, they didn't. <laughs> Funny that you say that because uh, Kim does not need Kanye to stay relevant. That's the thing. The Kardashians are professionals. They're not like what the people that are even doing like, these days, though? Are you kidding me? She's got her underwear line. She's got her makeup line. She still does all, she's still doing photo shoots and interviews. She's got all, she's does a lot. And she, their show is still on. Their show is still on. Kim's makeup sells out instantly. Her underwear line sells out instantly. Like, Kim does not need Kanye in order to stay relevant to I'm people. Saying this, I'm saying that the overall brand, not that they need no. it, but like that it helps them. No, it was like, to be completely honest, they would rather Kanye stop talking. But that's what they want to say so that there can be that tension. Well, I'm two weeks older than Kendall Jenner, I just found out. Wow. Didn't you see that there was, like, a rumor that Scare Tactics was coming back in 2017 or something like that? Yeah, I think I remember hearing a while ago that they were going to bring back Scare Tactics and that it never materialized. I also was, like, reading, I think that was something I read on the Wikipedia page that they had been, like, talking about it, and then it just never happened. Strange. I wonder if they could adapt it so it could be, like, bar television, like, Chive TV, or if it's too inappropriate. Is it really mature? I feel like it's like scary. I guess it most yeah. I don't even know what I'm saying. It was on a it was on a premium cable channel. Well, not like it was not on a paid cable channel, right? Like it was on um, network. It was on like network TV, right? That would be as far as I go to. I would love to sit around and watch Scare Tactics. That would have been incredibly fun in the before times. Feel like it could be adapted for that for sure. Most shows are dealing with this, where a lot of us don't have any cable television at this point. So unless right, it's streaming, right. we're not going to see it. There would be no point for them to come back to sci-fi well, I mean, unless they were Netflix, also putting it on yeah. Hulu or something. Yeah, it's on Netflix, and Netflix said they only released two seasons because they weren't sure if people even wanted it. And so they want to release the rest if they get good react. I don't know how they, I don't know if they send a survey or what. I've never gotten a survey. If people want well, it. I feel like they just look at the streaming numbers over time. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. What am I thinking? I'm <laughs> expecting, like, an envelope with a paper in it that's, like... You need your Nielsen, uh, you need your Nielsen survey to come to your house. Yeah. yeah. I'm expecting someone to knock on my door and be like, did you like watching Scare Tactics? Exactly. Yep. Tracy Morgan is a Scorpio. That is so unsurprising. All right. Fuck my kill. Scare Tactics. Jackass or trading space. All right, I'm fucking jackass. I'm marrying. I'm, I hate to do this. I'm marrying trading spaces and I'm killing scare tactics. Is a funny. This is always a funny question. I'm always gonna marry the jackass dude so that I can have them with me for the rest of my life to have them to hold. That's a fair assessment. 
My harem of hot men. Yeah, absolutely. I'll keep them in a closet somewhere. Um, who hosted Trading Spaces? I don't know that it was really hosted. I think it was sort of like hosted by whoever the designers were, and they had like a stable of like five or six designers. Extreme Makeover Home Edition, where it was like Ty Pennington for Extreme Makeover Home Edition. No, but Ty was originally on Trading Space. I forgot That's about Ty. Ty's hot. That's how he got his whole start. God, if we're talking about Trading Spaces with Ty Pennington, then yeah, I'm going to fuck um, Trading Spaces, and I apologize to Scare Tactics, even though I enjoy it as a show, but... Yeah, see, we basically have the same... Yeah, let's see. Yep, Ty was on it. Genevieve was on it. Oh, my God, Hildy, of course. Yeah, why is Ty Pennington so hot? Is he from Australia? From... He's a manual laborer, so he's got... Oh, my muscles. God! Ty Pennington has the same birthday as me. Oh, oh my, my God. His name is Gary. What? He changed Gary Tiger? Gary Tiger Burton to Tiger Burton. Tiger. Who is named that? Right before I met you and right before the lockdown, I hooked up with a guy whose name was Tiger. He was really cute. Tiger. With a T. Tiger with a T? Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. He's from Georgia. What kind of name is Tiger? That's what I just said. Oh, he used to be a model. He was was in the Sprite ad. Wow. Okay, so was that in my... I was going to kill Jackass Mary... Wait, fuck. No, I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to kill Jackass. Mary trading spaces. Fuck scare tactics. Fuck scare tactics. That's best. I'm glad that we got around to looking at Ty Pennington's Wikipedia. Honestly, me too. It's fun to remember all of these things from the past that I have shoved so far out of my brain because they were so weird. Tiger was criticized for promoting the use of Adderall without disclosing that he was sponsored by them. He was sponsored by Adderall? Maybe he also it. promoted Vivance. How do I get that gig? I think you have to start by changing your name to Tiger, and then maybe you can put the pieces together from there. Yeah, when you're super, super high on Vivance, you get visited by the Vivance spirit, and they ask you if you want to promote their product. You can yeah, only see them when you're fast enough. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You have to be high enough to be able to see them. Alright, I wanted to make a podcast for a really, really, really long time before I was actually able to, and the thing that allowed me to do it was Anchor. Anchor, you can edit the podcast, you can record the podcast, you can invite friends to join it, all on the Anchor app. So you need a phone or a computer, you can go to the library, log in there if you really needed to, you could use an old iPod Touch. It's the most accessible way that I have found to make a podcast because I really thought that you had to spend a bunch of money and get a bunch of production equipment and whatever in order to do it. But when I figured out I could use Anchor as a platform to host the podcast, they distribute it for me. Um, You probably already know this if you've ever listened to an episode before or if you have seen the description with the tag that says that I make it on Anchor. If you want to do this, if you want to get into it, it's super easy. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app, and I swear it's free. Like, it's it's so easy. It's the easiest, freest, most free way to host a podcast.
Bye.